Jessica Mendoza. And Jessica Mendoza, that name might ring a bell because she was the first uh, woman um, baseball analyst and announcer for Sunday Night Baseball on ESPN. She's also a two-time um, uh, medalist and a gold medalist in softball. And she's an incredible person. She, you know, she went to Stanford, started, the list goes on. But she has an incredible insights that I want to share. She actually worked with the New York Mets. I can't wait to have her on the show. Welcome to the Miracle Plant Podcast, the show that inspires, promotes, and gives you a daily dose of inspiration from the people who have used cannabis to change their lives in extraordinary ways. Here's your host, Justin Benton. Welcome back to the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we discuss this miracle plant with so many names and how it helps people in so many extraordinary ways all over the world. Today, we are talking about another pillar of the five pillars of holistic healing for our Heal the World Live Summit that's coming up virtually on January 14th, 15th, and 16th. And uh, I know a lot of people have those New Year's resolutions to to get in a little bit better shape and get those pants to, to fit a little better. And that's why we're actually going to be having the kickoff of this uh, three-day summit so people can get, you know, be held accountable, get insights that are actually going to work for them this time, uh, you know, and have like, you're going to work with a team of people and you're going to be able to kind of cheer each other on and be a part of a community that you're actually going to get up in the morning and do the things that you know you need to do because so many of us already know what we need to do. We just need to find a system or a way to that gets us accountable, that gets us to get into momentum. And once that rhythm starts to happen, that routine, then it just becomes a part of your life. And the pillar we're going to talk about today is exercise. And with exercise, uh, it really does become a routine. Like yesterday was Christmas. And so I got up in the morning and the gyms were closed. And I was like, ah, because <laughs> I literally go to the gym every single day, every single morning. And so I couldn't go to the gym. Fortunately for me, I had a Peloton. And so I used the Peloton and I got to check that box because first exercise is great for physical um, health and all of those great things. But for me as well, it's equally as great is for mental clarity, just to get my body feeling right and metabolism firing and the brain juices flowing. And so it's just become part of my routine. And um, there's, there's lots of different ways uh, for people to find their routine or find their balance. And you know what works for one person may not work for another, but that's why we're gonna go way deep down and really try to figure out how best we can get you to do the thing that you know you need to do. So today, Dan the man is joining us. And uh, I know Dan has a lot of great insights on exercise. And, and uh, we've talked a little bit about it before on a previous podcast, but I did want to bring Dan on and, and have him share some of his insights for things that have worked for him and things that he's seen uh, work for others as far as exercising goes. Welcome to the show, Dan, how are you? All right, I'm doing great, I'm doing great. Happy holidays, everyone. We uh, This is a I love the timing of Heal the World Summit or Heal the World Live Summit because it's right about that time where all the good intentions kind of went out the window, right in the middle of January. We start off the month all fired up and then, you know, a couple weeks in, life takes over, you got the kids, you got work, you have everything else and it's easy to fall off 
to fall off the wagon, and that's why I think the timing of the Heal the World Live Summit is so... You did such a good job with that, Justin. I think this is going to be a perf perfect for everybody. Absolutely, brother. Well, tell us a little bit about your exercise. I know you're out there in the mountains where you live, and you probably do a lot of hiking, and do you have a morning routine that in, or a daily routine that, that encompasses exercise? Well, one thing I like to do, I like to incor incorporate just exercise into my life was to i mean i was a gym rat growing up as a kid and i got away from it and more just incorporated exercise into just my like my life whether it's i'm a ski instructor in the winter so like work is is and not everyone can do it can do that for their job but going to work every day is exercise for me and in the and in the summer i'm on my bike just about every day i you know whether i'm on a mountain bike or a road bike um, and then, you know, for me, it's like walking to the grocery store or, or walking, walking just, to, if just, just to go, to, go meet some friends instead of driving the car. I just try to walk, but it's always being outside. And I think uh, for me, the biggest key is if I can get outside, I don't care if it's winter, summer, outside, exercise, like it or not, when you're outside, I think that's the key for stay healthy is to be outside and to be moving when I'm out there. And I don't really have, I don't have any one thing that I like doing better than another. I enjoy, you know, you enjoy hiking, you enjoy all that stuff, everything there. But the key for me is I got to do it outside. It's got to be part of my routine. It's got to be part of my life. That's awesome. Well, that sounds so very Coloradian of you. And, uh, you know, the things that come to my mind is you get that vitamin D, you know, that 20 minutes of sun on the forehead every single day. You know, so many Americans are, we don't get enough vitamin D in our diets and the best source of vitamin D is not a pill at GNC. It's that sunshine, that big ball of fire out there. Just let that come onto your skin, getting outside, getting that fresh air, getting into that, that fresh oxygen, uh, especially out there in the woods. Uh, I know that that's such a powerful thing. It's, it's funny. I, I, some people have heard of this uh, 75 hard challenge. And uh, basically, you, you follow a regiment for 75 days. And one of the things is you exercise twice a day. And so, um, you know, I think it's two 45-minute workouts. One, one can be inside, but one has to be outside. And so that one was really challenging for me, um, just depending upon the weather or my schedule or if there's light and things like that. That was one of the hardest parts of the challenge when I did it. Um, and so, but yeah, getting outside, getting into nature, that, that kind of bleeds into the mindfulness uh, as well. I know that, like, my wife, who will likely be speaking at the HealTheWorldLive.org uh, summit uh, about exercise. It, she, it's her like moment of meditation where she gets away from the kids and life and goes for a run with the dogs or whatever and, and pretty much does it every single morning uh, in the same way. It's just part of your routine. And that, that, again, is coming back to that morning routine is really so important for finding that balance and that happiness and that joy in life is just, again, we are what we repeatedly do, as Aristotle said. And I, all the research that I've done over the decades, I, one of the things that keeps coming back to me over and over again of people that are living happy lives, however you want to find happy or successful, they have a morning routine. And in that morning routine, one of the first things that, that we all know we need to do, and it's just the best way to start your day, is to get up and exercise. Whether you go to sleep in your workout outfit or you have your workout clothes 
on your bed or next to your bed and your and your shoes are right there when you hop out of bed you're going to fall over them because they're just sitting there and there's no excuses and if you have to go to sleep in your shoes but right and make a negotiation with yourself right say my i'm going to be up the night before you put down what you're what time you're going to wake up i'm going to wake up at six i'm not going to hit the snooze button and then I have to be out of bed by 6.10. And this, these little things, and I'm not going to negotiate with myself. This is what I'm going to do. And then you get up, and the, the alarm goes off. If you do an alarm, I'm usually up way before 6. But And then you hop into your gym and you, or go whatever you do. Go for a walk. Go hop on the, if you have a treadmill at home, or, or go for a walk outside, or go to the gym, or hop on a Peloton. But the fact that you're just getting exercise, you're getting your blood moving, you're, you know, you're getting all of every, everything that you need to get your day started uh, is just so important. And so I wanted to also introduce uh, my wife, Molly. Uh, she's not on today, but we have her scheduled to come on and talk about how exercise has been such an important part for her and for what her insights are. But we're also going to have uh, Jessica Mendoza. And Jessica Mendoza, that name might ring a bell because she was the first a woman um, baseball analyst and announcer for Sunday Night Baseball on ESPN. She's also a two-time medalist and a gold medalist in softball. And she's an incredible person. You know, she went to Stanford, started, the list goes on. But she has an incredible insights that I want to share. She actually worked with the New York Mets. I can't wait to have her on the show. So that's a little bit of a surprise for everybody to get to listen to Jessica talk about the things that how she became an Olympic athlete and gold medalist. What were some of the things like, like I know a lot of people who who think about those 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 incredible achievements in life, like climbing Mount Everest or becoming a, a gold medalist Olympian. I mean, those are pretty far up there when it comes to actually um, achieving the highest of the highs. So we'll be having her on as well. And we have a couple more surprise guests, too. I can't tell you everybody right now. But you do need to go over to www.healtheworldlive.org. We are in a pre-sale right now, meaning you just have to enter your email and we will announce when we're actually going live with ticket sales. It's going to be right after the January 1st and we'll start uh, doing uh, an opportunity for everyone to actually go there for free. Um, there's going to be some amazing speakers, some amazing insights. And the most important thing is a lot of the things that we're talking about, fundamentally, you already know. You already know how important exercise is to your health. We just know. Everything that we've been through as a country, as a species, in this world over the last two years has taught us, point blank, like health isn't like a choice anymore. Being healthy and, and being active isn't, like, isn't a luxury anymore. It's a matter, in many cases, of life and death, period. Now, whether you can go on living unhealthy for 50, 60, 70, 80 years, maybe, you know, but the, the odds are stacked against you. And so many of us have seen with this, with this new, you know, world that we live in, how important it is to be healthy. Like the foods that we eat and the water and, and, the, and the exercise and the pillars that we talk about in here can literally make the difference between if your body and if your immune system is not functioning well, if you're not feeding your body good things, if you're not exercising, if you're not drinking enough water, it's, it's, it's been made abundantly clear what we are up against when it comes to our health. And that's, again, a reason why we're having this three-day summit is because we know this information. A lot of you already know it, 
but you're, a lot of you aren't doing it, aren't taking action. And that is what this is about. It isn't just about education. It's about taking action. It's about being held accountable. We're going to have, like I said, we're going to have groups of people that are going to get into teams. We're going to be cheerleaders for each other. We're going to be checking in on each other. We're going to be checking in to make sure that we get points like every day that we check in, that we've actually you know, done this or we've done that. And we're going to have little systems to make sure that we can all kind of cheer each other's on. It's a lot harder to do this stuff by yourself. It's a lot easier to do it when you have a, an accountability partner or an accountability group. So these are the kinds of things that we're going to be offering when you go to this Heal the World Challenge. Again, this was what we got started on. We were looking, as many of you know, for a solution for our son. We found it. This was not information that you're going to go find in the dictionary. This is not information that you're going to find at your local doctor's office, unfortunately. They weren't even trained about the endocannabinoid system because one of the reasons was it was only really identified in the 1990s. So it's really, really new information that we all need to know. And it has become our absolute moral obligation, our mission to pay it forward, to teach people. People still don't understand. You know, I had my brother who, who's uh, under the weather right now, and he, he fortunately, because he knows me and he actually works in the cannabis industry, I said, how are you feeling? He says, I'm feeling better. And I said, that's great. Are you taking CBD? Are you taking my CBD? He goes, oh, I'm just taking some CBD lozenges. And I'm like, oh, God. I go, okay, well, at least you're taking CBD. Good. The problem is, is if you lozenge, the chances are that it's processed, over-processed. It's probably a white powder isolate thing that's just not the same. And uh, I said, here's the link to Dr. Raphael Mershulam's research proving that raw whole plant Cannabis is a thousand times more powerful. And so, again, uh, the main reason that I bring this up is a lot of us don't know about these incredible insights that we've had to study to find to help our son heal from a severe, severe diagnosis for his autoimmune disease, his autism. Uh, and we were able to figure it out. I mean, a lot of it was hard work, a little bit of luck, a little bit of divine intervention. And we want to pay it forward. We want, in our, in, our, in, our, in our studies of trying to understand how we could heal our son, that's how we came across this information. You know, again, uh, for those of you that have met my mom, Janet Benton Gaylord, who's been on here and who will be speaking uh, multiple days, uh, you know, she is a wealth of knowledge, uh, an integrative health nutritionist, a school psychologist, a holistic healer in her own right. And, you know, she was the, uh, the guiding principal in overseeing, you know, Shay's recovery. So... Again, we're having the Heal the World Challenge. Today, we're talking about exercise and trying and, and making sure that we're going to figure out something that works for you to do the things that you do. So what you need to do to be a part of this, you know, Heal the World Live movement is to go over to www.healtheworldlive.org and just enter in your email address and we, you will be hearing from us about more details, about as they follow, more speakers are signing up. There's a lot of really big names that I can't talk about right now. We're getting all the details worked out, but there's gonna be some people on there that are absolute world-renowned experts. Uh, we're even gonna have um, some breath work, like the Wim Hof of the world. We're gonna have people that are gonna be working on the mindfulness. We're gonna have an actual yoga, um, uh, virtual yoga that we can do for all, for all different levels. We're going to have motivational speakers. We're going to have so many crazy people 
that you're going to be blown away what all of these different insights and what it can do for you to actually push through that mid-January slump um, you know, that so many people uh, experience because we have these lofty goals and I'm going to lose 10 pounds or I'm going to lose 15 pounds or I'm going to not eat sugar and carbs anymore. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then, like as Dan said, life happens and we get into our day to day. And then all of a sudden, you know, one thing leads to another and we we stumble. And instead of picking ourselves up where we have a team of people that can pick us up and hold us accountable, we just kind of slide and and said, well, you know, maybe again next year. And so that's why we're doing this Heal the World Summit was we're going to give you not only the insights that you won't hear anywhere else from people you won't hear find anywhere else, but we're also going to make sure that there's an accountability system to hold your feet to the fire. And we're going to do whatever it takes for you to make sure that you start these routines, that they become something that's a habit so that you next Christmas, when you wake up in the morning, you have a morning routine that you have to do because it's a part of your wiring. You literally re- rewire your brain that it can only operate under this particular pattern. And the pattern is I need to do my morning routine. So uh, that's all we have for today. Before we head out, Dan, do you have anything else that you wanted? Uh, the only thing I wanted to say was, you know, we were talking, you're talking about routines and, you know, it's a different, the, the, the key to the habit is, is consistency, just like anything else in life. And really like that mid-January time, if you could just fight through that period of time, get into February, that's about all you need. You know, maybe one month of doing something on a consistent basis is about all you need to make it, you know, to make it that habit. But that it's so critical right in the middle of January. If you fall off then, it could be, you know, it might, it might be six months before you try to do this again. So really the key, it's why this, uh, the timing of this event is so, is so uh, relevant to everyone's, you know, exercise fitness clock. We say at the beginning of the year, we're going to kick it off strong. We get a couple days in, a couple weeks in, and then there's that middle of the month where right about the time where you're starting to build a habit. And that's why I think this is, the timing of this is perfect. And again, it's all about consistency. It's not about, it's not, it's not, it's not as, it's not really about the quantity. It's about the, or the quality. It's a regular, consistent behavior. And that's where I think really what Justin's talking about here for exercise, for health, everything, it's just consistency. And that's what, and that's really, you know, the motivation, the, the pep, the pep talk, the, the group, the group, dynamics of this event is going to really, I, I think is going to be critical to getting people to making lifestyle changes a habit. So I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a blast. We can't wait to have you there. And we may even have you speak, Dan, if your calendar lines up, talk about some of this stuff or help us, uh, help us run the event because uh, it's going to be really powerful and we're going to keep doing it. We're going to keep having these events because again, we just need to get this information out there. Number one, number two, we got to get people doing these things. We have seen stories. We have seen people's lives change in the most amazing ways. And, and that's why we started the Miracle Plant Podcast, because people need to know what this plant can do and what the other five, you know, the plant can do a lot, but you have to do your part too. Uh, like a lot of people come to us for, let's just say, pain. And when you take some oil and the pain goes away, like rubbing aloe vera on your sunburn, it's, it's like, oh my God, that's crazy. Well, what else can I do? And then that starts when people start looking at their diet and, and looking at how much water they're taking and looking at 
You know, what are their, what are their mindfulness practices? I mean, how are you wiring your brain? Are you being proactive where you're, you're feeding the stimulus of the things and being surrounded by the people and the books and the tapes of the positive things to look for? Because our brain, it's a 2 million year old brain. It's lizard brain, right? It's looking for what's wrong. It's looking for a saber tooth tiger to jump out of the bush, right? It's trying to keep us alive, but that's all fear-based mentality. Well, now you have a conscious mind that you can rewire your brain to have these kinds of morning routines to look for the good, right? That's why you start your day out with a grateful list, right? What am I grateful for today? You'll rewire your brain. So that's what this this HealTheWorldLive.org summit is all about. So we can help rewire your brain, rewire your routines, so you can live your fullest, happiest life full of joy, and, and living these, these secrets that we don't want it to be secrets anymore. We want people to know about it. And uh, we just are so excited to have everyone there. So at the end of every podcast, at the end of every show, at the end of every meeting, all the time, we unmute our mics and we count to three and we say heal the world. So I invite you back who's listening to this now to do it with us because it sends out those positive vibes, that light, that energy for those who are looking for a solution and there is a better way. So on the count of three, we're going to say heal the world. Ready? One, two, three. Heal, heal the, the world. world. All right. Thanks for joining us at the Miracle Plant Podcast. Be sure to go to www.healtheworldlive.org. Get signed up and we will see you January 14th. Thanks for swinging by the Miracle Plant Podcast and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. How do cannabis CEOs balance growth and optimization strategies? What is THCO, Delta 10, and CBNA, and why should you care about these minor cannabinoids? And why isn't the endocannabinoid system covered in medical school? Most people think they're up to date in trends in the cannabis industry, but they're about six weeks behind. Learn about what is truly next in the cannabis space by joining myself, Brian Fields, and Kellen Finney every week on the Dime Podcast and, of course, on PodConnects.